What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. Quick one today, a little under an hour. Uh, We didn't have much sports to talk about aside from the Super Bowl and then a Knicks trade. And then Sean and I just chopped it up for a little bit. We will be back next week. Sports are getting a little slow, but Sean and I always find something to talk about. Follow us on Twitter at SorrySports. On Instagram, Sorry underscore sports. Check out the website, SorrySports.com. And enjoy the pod. Talk to you guys soon. And welcome back to the Start Interrupt podcast. We're back here for a Monday rundown on a Tuesday post Super Bowl. And Tom, it really doesn't matter what year it is. Brady has a Super Bowl, so no matter what's going on in the world, you can just say everything's normal at least for a minute, right? Yeah, a little bit of normalcy. Running out of words. Actually, I'm out of words. I think I was out of words after the Atlanta Super Bowl. Um, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. He's up there with Ali, Jordan, Serena Williams. Tiger Woods, that's it. It's hard to compare anything to anything what he's done to individual sports because they're in complete control of what they do. Brady plays the ultimate team sport. Yeah, and and the NFL is not designed to be like this with the salary cap and and the players moving all over and coaching changes and whatnot. I, I I can't believe I'm saying I can't believe it, but I really do still can't believe it. Neither can I. Another thing that I can't believe, I keep refreshing my Venmo waiting for that $10 to hit. And <laughs> it still hasn't. The Venmo is always open, though, which means I'm hitting it after this podcast. <laughs> oh, man, I, could, I, I wanted to check to make sure before I before I bombarded you, and, and you know, it wasn't there. Yeah, no, so. you're, you're just going to you're just going to do it on the pod. That's that seems right. <laughs> oh man but the, the ten dollars is coming your way listen this game i mean the defense won this game what a game plan by todd bowles um patrick mahomes could literally do nothing um probably the most talented quarterback of all time doesn't matter um he ran 500 yards apparently behind the line of scrimmage total 496 yeah i mean that Unreal. was that that is the definition of running for your life and he had some incredible throws completely lateral in the air and whatnot um i was disappointed with the chiefs i was disappointed with the coaching um i really wasn't disappointed with patrick mahomes because i mean what do you expect this guy to do when he has i mean what like point not even not even one and a half seconds to throw. There's nothing you can expect any quarterback to do. And it was refreshing to see, you know, we talked about on Saturday the over-under being 55 and a half. And I said 45-41. And you said, what was it, 37-34 or something in that ballpark? Yeah, in the 30s. Like, yeah, so we were expecting a shootout like we got with Philly and New England a few years ago. And it, it, it was refreshing to see that defense – even in an NFL era that is catered to offense, 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 and maybe one of the most prolific offenses of all time in the Chiefs, to be stifled by was it, a Todd Bowles defense. Was it exciting yes, to it, see? 
because it wasn't. I think for it me. was. No, I mean, I listen. It, I, I, it was I a. It was I said a bad refreshing, game. Refreshing, not exciting. Okay, I said yeah, refreshing, that's exciting. a good point. But I, I still would have wanted a better game. They, they didn't score a touchdown. This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career that he's lost by more than one score. Um, didn't put a touchdown up on the board. Three field goals. I'm sure that costs a lot of people props, including myself. Um, and I was terribly disappointed by Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, their defense as well, but their defense just absolutely got shredded and they weren't a very good defense in the first place. I think they were ranked number 20 overall. Um, what, what really disappointed me was, uh, Sean, I know you're watching the game. Edwards Alaire was chunking yards. Like I know eight, eight yards here, 10 yards there. Why are we going away from that? These linebackers are dropped back seven yards, and I understand that these guys can absolutely fly, but let's let's keep them honest here, and then maybe you get some of that heat off of you because it's not like, you know, Mahomes was was um they were blitzing Mahomes. They only blitzed four times, I believe, the entire game. Great game plan by Todd Bowles, by the way. But maybe they start to think about the run, and then you give Mahomes the opportunity to spread the ball around a little bit. That that was my only takeaway from the Chiefs. The rest was just pure garbage. I, I was really disappointed to see that they did not make any coaching adjustments at all throughout the entire game. Well, to your point, I think they panicked. And I think that they pretty much decided that Mahomes was going to be the reason that they won this game. And, and one you're of not the... giving him a fucking chance. And Listen, that was man, your I'm... only chance. I understand that, but they were probably still understanding that Mahomes is Superman or thinking that Mahomes is Superman, and he's going to make the plays that matter, not Edwards Hilaire. And especially once Tampa Bay started putting up touchdowns. I mean, I think the backbreaker there was that pass interference call down the sideline that set up the New, or the New England. I, it's going to take me a while not to say that come <laughs> Super Bowl time. When Tampa Bay ended up scoring that touchdown to end the first half. Yes. It, that that took every bit of momentum away because after Kansas City stopped Tampa on that fourth and one at the goal line, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get a little bit of what we saw last year, right? When, when San Francisco was leading a lot, but they couldn't quite put Kansas City away and they kind of awoken the sleeping giant. We didn't get that opportunity here. So I understand what you're saying about Hilaire. My biggest takeaway – it's not even Alaire, it's just offense. a running game overall because, I mean, Alaire was obviously no the Le'Veon focal Bell. point. No, and my friend bet uh, Le'Veon Bell like 10,000 to 1 to win MVP. He said if he gets those odds, he doesn't <laughs> care what it is he's betting it, period. And I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe he'll come out for the second half. Maybe he'll dress. I, I don't I don't know, but that clearly didn't I don't. Happen. Was he even on the sideline? I didn't see any sign of him at all. No, I, I did not see him. I only saw Williams and Edwards Alaire, but... I mean, from the jump, it's just like you're successful with the run. You see that. I'm not even asking you guys to commit to the run. I'm just asking you to give me a decent mix here. Keep them honest. I'm with you. My, my point was, though, was that Tampa Bay didn't allow them eventually as the game went on to be more balanced because they were pulling away. They weren't kicking field goals like Buffalo No, was. not at all. Yeah, they were, they, they were scoring Gronk touchdowns. Was, Gronk was scoring touchdowns. Right, Gronk was scoring touchdowns. Two in the first, I mean, two for the game, but two in the first half. I mean, you, you're just watching this, and that's why they brought him in. And that, to me, is my retort to you. Is like, I'm not sure what more balance you could have had because 
when you're behind like that, we see every game when a team gets behind by that much. That was, I remember the first Tampa Bay Kansas City game when Tampa Bay was getting their dicks kicked in after Tyreek Hill went off for 200 plus in the first quarter. Brady was just sitting back and fucking tossing the ball left and right. That's what you have to do. They were able to get back into that game. Kansas City wasn't here. That Kansas City offensive line, though, I give so much credit to Todd Bowles and Tampa's defense, but my God, that offensive line. We totally underestimated, at least I did. And well, I think you did too, given how many let's points take you it easy on the way. Let's take it easy on the way. You way. said, though, that there were going to be a lots of points scored, which would indicate decent offensive line play. I did think that it was there in would shambles. be, just based off of Hill, and um, it, it was in shambles, totally. I mean, we, were, we don't have to go over it again. Patrick Mahomes ran 500 yards before he even crossed the line of scrimmage. Insane. Um, but, I mean... Todd Bowles, man, he re- they everybody's shouting about Biennemi getting a coaching job. This guy deserves another shot because, I mean, great game plan, keeping the linebackers at seven yards, and, and also the fact that he figured out a way to stop Tyreek Hill. Did did he even? What do you have? One or two catches? He didn't do anything, dude. Yeah, and taking one off the face mask from Patrick Mahomes, throwing off <laughs> one finger basically, not one leg, yep. one finger. Um, Kelsey missed one too. Yeah, Kelsey got his, though. I mean, I think he had seven or eight receptions. Of course, the under hit. Fucking bullshit. Um, But, yeah, the Chiefs just had zero answer for this team. And, I mean, how long do we have to gush over Tom Brady? He's the greatest of all time. I mean, they're putting up numbers, and it just doesn't make any sense. They they mentioned that he – they put up a chart that he didn't never had a first-quarter touchdown, and they were showing – a chart of his touchdowns per quarter, and it's like this looks like a halfway decent season for for a quarterback. <laughs> this looks like a Baker Mayfield season, and I it's know. in just Super Bowl games. Like, it's insanity. Hey, we can gush over Brady, and I'm happy to. But you mentioned Bowles. I want to also give Byron Leftwich a lot of credit too. Remember, Frenchy came oh, on absolutely. the pod and said that he he's been in his good graces for a while as he, after being. Well, if you get the Frenchy stamp of approval, I think it's only a matter of time, right? Absolutely. Well, I mean, he succeeded in Arizona when he had Carson Palmer and they went to an NFC title game. And Mm -hmm. now here in Tampa, I mean, say what you want about James throwing the 30 picks. He also threw 30 touchdowns. Yep. So he he was able to open up the playbook. And and I think Leftwich deserves a lot of credit for how this Tampa Bay offense kind of shifted its play calling as the year went on. I mean, Really, after that Kansas City game, we didn't see a lot of that Bruce Arians air raid offense, which, as you and I talked throughout the season, I know it was scattered. That never really made a lot of sense for Tom Brady's style of play. You should be hitting those crossing routes and those post routes and those out routes and the intermediate. Yep, and then when the defense is eventually set up the deep ball. Yep, exactly. And and, and that's what left, which had them doing through the end of the regular season and all through the playoffs. I think it was a masterpiece, uh, and you're and you're obviously allowing the GOAT to do it. Yeah, I mean, five stars, two thumbs up, everything you want to give this team all the way around. Uh, special teams was great. Defense was – defense collectively won MVP. I mean, I know Brady threw, what, four touchdowns? Um, but he only had – he only needed really to pass. Three. three touchdowns, and then yeah. uh, I think Lenny had a rushing touchdown. You're right. Um, he only needed to pass for 200 yards. I mean, they fucking held him to three field goals. Um, Patrick Mahomes, it was proven that he was human today, and it was proven that Tom Brady is not. (laughs) Good way to put it. And 
I just want to bring this up, and I know you're going to piggyback on it. I'll bring it up first, and then I want you to take it from there. It's, we talk about these quarterbacks and these teams in such a vacuum, and we're such prisoners of the moment, and we are like, oh, well, obviously Mahomes will get his shot. You know, let's, let's root for Brady because he'll get his seventh. Mahomes will be back. Well, will he? Mm-hmm. Will he? <laughs> Because yeah, we don't I mean, know that. I mean, at this point last year, San Francisco led for what? 52 or 53 minutes of that game. I mean, you want to talk year? about let's let's talk about the other most talented quarterback touted by everybody of all time. What was it? 2020 2008 did uh no. What year did the Packers win the Super Bowl? 2010? Yeah. We talk about Rodgers. Oh, we're going to see him back again, most talented quarterback. Has he been back since? No, he has not. No, he hasn't. And, and that's and that goes to show, which is where I was trying to drive home with the point was, it, it's such a team sport. It doesn't matter how good you are singularly. It's hard to win this much. Absolutely. And I think the most impressive thing about Brady is say whatever you want about the teams. Okay, well, his first two teams were more defensive based, and then Dion Branch wins the MVP, and maybe McNabb folded under pressure in 04, and then they lose two to the Giants, and go through a 10-year run of not winning and they get a break with the Malcolm Butler pick and they have the greatest comeback ever against Atlanta and then they win against uh, a pretty anemic uh, LA Rams offense right so you can make cases but up and down the line is in all of those games he did what he had to do whether it was putting up 500 yards or letting the defense win it was a team effort I think the other point is man that yeah. This shit is hard. I mean, every you can make a case against every single Super Bowl winner pretty much ever, except for in recent memory, maybe the Seahawks against the Broncos when they just blew them out of the stadium. Right. Um, but, I mean, yeah, every year you can say, oh, well, Mahomes shouldn't have won last year. Bad clock management again by Shanahan, you know? Like, every year you can say that. At the end of the day, Tom Brady's got seven fucking rings on his finger, and he just said he's coming back again. Of course he is. Yeah, and he signed a two-year deal, I think, because he knew at least in one of those two years he'd have an opportunity to get there. And now he might go back-to-back the first time since, what, 03-04 with the Patriots? Yeah, but that's the thing, man, is we we talk about these teams like it's just a given they're going to go back, and it's not. And, and, And Kansas City, all year, and I hate to sound like a broken record, Yes, they ended up killing the Bills, but that was the first convincing win they had had in a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that just goes to your recency bias right there. Right, and eventually it was going to come back to haunt them at some point. I picked them to win. I picked them to put up a lot of points based off of that trend. They lost this game because their their offensive line was just – I think me and you probably could have been tackles in that game. (laughs) Oh, easily. (laughs) But – but so where are you putting Kansas City next year? Are you you're picking them to win the AFC? I'd assume. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let's see what the Jets do with Watson. I'm just well, kidding. well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna pick them again, and I'm probably gonna bet on them again, and then have a nice little hedge opportunity again. Which I was told that I was all breaks, no gas by my buddies for for hedging that bet. <laughs> but fuck them, I ended up breaking even on all my bets instead of losing a go. ton of money. But um, yeah, I'm definitely going to pick him again. And I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Well, you got to look at, 
as far as picking repeats, right? And you did a good job last year of not falling into the trap of San Francisco just being, oh, well, they went there and they could have won. You picked the Rams to win the NFC West because of how loaded that, that division was. I, I, I forgot about AFC that. Sometimes West. I have so many genius moments. Well, of course, yeah. That no, you just, it's it's you hard to keep count, track of. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Tiger Woods with big putts. It's just like, which one? You know, Which one are you talking about? Yeah, we also have a lot of back surgeries in there, too. Um, true. <laughs> but I look at the AFC West, and I'm thinking, what's their main? who's their main challenge? Is it Vegas? Is it Chargers if Herbert gets – if that new head coach helps him and they can manage a couple games a little bit better and, and pull some wins out? I still think Kansas City, it's even coming be, back, is a 12-win team. It's got to be the Chargers, but the Chargers next year are going to be looking at a, at a wild card. I'll probably pick them to win the one of the wild cards. But, yeah, I mean, they – right now they're kind of in the situation of the Patriots for the last 20 years where it's just like – Pencil them in for for the division win and pencil them in for I don't know what they're going to do for the playoff setup next year, but pencil them in for most likely a bye week. That was what I was just going to say. So you're going to get a bye. So at most you're going to have to win two games to get into into the Super Bowl, where then all bets are off. Hopefully with better health if you, if you're them. Absolutely. I I mean. I know we said it about Rodgers and, and you went through that whole thing, but I, I just can't see Mahomes not finishing with, with two or maybe – what do you – all right, what, I think his over-under for Super Bowls is two and a half. You're going to go over or under on that given your whole – which I completely agree with, by the way, your whole soliloquy that you, soliloquy that you just went over of recency bias and whatnot. Right. Well, and the only reason I really wanted to touch upon that was to indicate how hard it is. And oh, I mean, football it, is by far the most team-driven sport uh, yeah. by by anything. I mean, like we said, you have the last time there was a repeat champion, it was the 0304 Patriots. Look at the NBA. You can pencil LeBron and whoever the super team is on the East Coast every single year for the NBA Finals. LeBron went to, I think, what was it, 10 straight NBA Finals? I think it was eight or nine. Yeah, somewhere in that range, though, because, yeah, his first year in Miami through his last year in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, it's I nine mean, years. Fucking insane. So, uh, I mean, by far, I'm gonna say the over. team sports. Over? Okay. So you're going three I'm gonna or more. I'm going to say over just because I think that they're going to have a very good opportunity as long as Reed is the head coach and you've got Kelsey and you've got Hill and you're going to have free agents to that want to go To be honest, Kelsey's not that young, though. I mean, I don't I know I know he's 32, I think. He's, like, fucking a year younger than Gronk, and you uh, you feel like Gronk is this dinosaur and he just had this crazy aberration of a game, but, I mean, Kelsey's not much younger. I'm just thinking about the landscape of the AFC, and there's a lot of really well, good Well, picture teams. the Jets with Watson. We'll just do that I'm not for doing that right now. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll do that for you, but for no other legitimate <laughs> sound reason. Um, up and down the AFC, right? Okay. Um, I'm thinking you got the Ravens, depending on who the Colts get as their quarterback. Uh, the Bills, obviously. This quarterback I, carousel is heating up, my friend. We got Russell Wilson throwing shade. Taysom Hill's price is going through the roof, apparently. Yeah, so I'm going to say that they're going to have an opportunity to get to a lot of Super Bowls. And the more that they get to, the more that they have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'll put it the over. And he's still, what is he, 25 years old? Yeah, I'll grab the over with you on that one. 
Yeah, he's been to an AFC title game and two Super Bowls. So uh, I'll, I'll throw it there. But as far as winning, I don't know. I mean, that Packers team, let's think about it. The year that they beat the Steelers for Rodgers' one and only championship, they they were a wild card that year. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, they're 14-2 and two or 15-1, and one, and he wins the MVP, and they lose to the fucking Giants at home in the divisional round. I mean, that's how fluky this this league is and then the rest of the time they've been to the nfc title game i don't think you can say that they were the better team in any of those games i mean you felt like they were this year going in with the mvp and whatnot but after the game was played absolutely not they didn't have a better supporting cast no no way you're you're right about that um any other notes on the super bowl i mean just look at the brady run just over this year i mean he had to beat I mean, do we care about um, Heineke? No. But he had to whoa, be... Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't know that. He could turn around and be a fantasy steal for you next year. He could. So, I'll fine. I'll include it. He had to beat Heineke. More like he had to beat that tough defense. <laughs> then he beats Brees. Then he beats Rodgers. Then he beats Mahomes. It doesn't get much better than that. I know Brees is on the back nine, but still. Three Super Bowl MVPs I think he beat. Incredible. Uh, it do- the run doesn't get much tougher than that. No, it, it's remarkable. And at the age of 43, and I don't need to beat a dead horse here because it's everything that we drew up on Saturday talking about what could be if he ended up winning this game, and it ended up happening. It's remarkable. And, you know, I mean, it was I don't crazy. Care if, I don't care if we're a criticism of, of sucking Tom off. This is, <laughs> we're never seeing this again. No, and, and what's crazy is he already, with. With the Atlanta Super Bowl, he already solidified himself. He, he already was the greatest of all time. Then he beats the Rams, solidifying himself. What comes after solidifying? Like, what? Double, so, like, infinity solidifying? I don't even know what the term is. Well, solidifying, I guess, would be, like, cementing, too. I mm, don't know. Okay. I don't even know. Is there an analogous for that? Is there a better thing than solidify? I. You put him in Mount Rushmore, I guess. Put him in Mount Rushmore. Take the him guy... away from one of the presidents. <laughs> oh, the real Mount Rushmore. I thought you were <laughs> yeah. a hypothetical quarterback no, no. Mount take, Rushmore. Take, take yeah, one, yeah. Take one of the presidents out. Put Brady in there. Hey, I mean, he's might have done more for America than some of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trust buster my ass, Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think? We're done with the game? Sure. Brady's a goat. Yeah, I think Brady, Brady might be the greatest athlete. He's the greatest. Yeah, because again, you greatest can't say team winner. sport. Athlete. You know what? Before we move off of this, let me just ask you this: I want to ask you how you want to talk, not how you and I are going to do it, because I know you and I are on the same page. But how do you react to like the podcasts and the talk show hosts talking about the greatest? And you have got Jordan, who obviously never lost, but he also took time off twice. And then you're talking Not to about mention Bill he Russell lost to the Orlando Magic. Remember that year in '95, or does everybody forget? Yeah, when he came back. Yep. But then you've got you know Russell has 11. Mm-hmm. You've got baseball players like Yogi Berra with 10. I mean, the era is completely different. It's like what I said on the top. This is a league that is not designed for this to happen at all. So your question I mean, how, to me how does, is... My question to you is, how do you feel about this argument, and do you just want it to go away? Or is Brady just the most unquestionable, best, given the circumstances? Well, what's the argument? Are you are you talking about the other side, the quote-unquote devil's yeah. advocate? Right. Like, I, is, to Jordan be honest, a better, is Jordan a better winner than Brady? Is Russell a better winner than Brady? 
I think when it comes to, to winning, I, I think they're all equal. I think you put Russell in any era, and he finds he probably doesn't get 11 championships, but he finds a way to be probably the greatest winner in NBA history, right up there with Michael Jordan. Um, but no, I mean, I, the, this is how I treat the, the Brady um, haters, I guess we'll just call them or whatever. I wouldn't call them truthers because I think – I don't even know what we are. We're just Brady fans. I mean, fucking respect the body of work. I treat it like Trump. If if you're gonna argue me the 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 positive side of Trump, then I'm just I, I'm gonna shoot you. You're uh, you're you're not even present in my brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's it's not as serious, and there's not lives at it's stake in the country cop. at stake. But when it comes to just solely being an argument, I'm gonna treat it just like that because. There's there is nothing you can say to me to make me feel any different, not one yeah. thing. Okay, good, because that was good. That was where my question was going. Is like, do you think that he what he's done is more impressive than what other great winners in the past have done, given the landscape of what the league is now compared to what sports <sighs> were before? The mm, listen, maybe. Maybe the one more impressive thing, I haven't seen it. I, I didn't see it live because I was too young. Maybe it was Muhammad Ali with the rope dope when he was way too far gone. And he, but again, and he figured that's an individual sport. No, I know, but we're just talking athletic feats here and whatnot. Sure. But I, I think that and, and maybe, maybe Tiger's run. Mm-hmm. Aside yeah. from that... I mean, I, I don't think there's anything else. No, because in the team sport realm, it's impo- it's impossible to compare. It just is. No, I mean, yeah, because you're talking Bill Russell in the in the '60s. The league was a lot weaker. I mean, it was, it was his only competition was Wilt, um, a predominant, a known numbers guy, but a loser. Um, I mean, MJ. I, it gets tough though. It's a really hard question to ask. That's why I wanted to ask it. It's more is a hypothetical here's, than a legitimate answer. But but here's here's my thing when it comes to being the greatest of all time, right? You said that we're never going to see this again, and I truly do believe that Brady is so far above and beyond anyone else in football. Anyone. Period. Like we a couple weeks ago, we broke down how. He's won more than double the playoff games of any other quarterback. I mean, he's gone to the same amount of Super Bowls out of the NFC as Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, and he's only played there for less than 12 months. All this shit. It's just the difference between MJ and LeBron and the difference between Tom Brady and who do you want to name as the second greatest quarterback of all time? Joe Montana? I was going to say Montana or or maybe as far as winning is is Bradshaw. It's just winning. Bradshaw, yeah. Or you could say throw Bradshaw in there, throw Manning in there if you want to talk numbers. You can throw um, Montana in there. You can throw Elway for longevity and, and just pure skill, whatever. It's so fucking far apart compared to MJ and LeBron that I, I it's just you can't even put it into words man no you can't yeah as far as comparing sports you can do that but not within the same sport it's Brady and there's nobody else in the NFL close again he now has more Super Bowl wins than and any other franchise team. oh it's sickening. and the Patriots had six in which he won all of them 
I don't know what else to say, man. It's it's probably the greatest, I mean, by far the greatest sporting accomplishment I've ever seen in my adult life. By far. That's why I was saying, like, I picked the Chiefs to win, but you and I both said we were kind of, it would have been nice to see the Bucks win because at this point, why not? Just keep just keep building it. We're never seeing this again, so just enjoy the moment. Absolutely. Best sporting moment I've seen in my adult life. If Lance Armstrong and A-Rod got away with cheating, it, that would have been. <laughs> but this this is the greatest for me. Yeah. Uh, as far as just appreciating winning and greatness and everything that goes into it, every variable that we threw in there, yeah, it, it's unquestionably the most important and impressive. He's old ever. enough to be, well, you're kind of old, but my dad. Bro! <laughs> Two weeks in a row. <laughs> I know you're you're a really bad guy. I mean, think about it. I'm 26. I'm 26. He's 43. So I've got what 17 years on him, or he's got 17 years on me. Excuse me. He could have had me as a kid, and that's crazy to think that he's still playing in the Super Bowl. That's right, dude. I don't I'm even know if my dad could throw a He could have had me too. I think oh, stop, Sean. Stop it. Um, <laughs> I'm not 39. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Fuck you. Rattled. Um, all right. Well, aside from you don't that, understand. When you're at this point too, when you're 29, you're, you're gonna you're, you're gonna hold on for dear too. life. Um, what what else? What else we have to talk about? Super was. What did you What did you think of the halftime show? I was just gonna ask you that. I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. The weekend's good. You I know, love the I, weekend. I, I honestly like the weekend a lot too, and, and I thought the songs he played, the playlist was good. I, I thought that it was able to use the field, which was kind of cool because I don't think that's really ever happened because you got the stage and however many thousands of people crowding around it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good show given the circumstances, and uh, I thought it was a good job by the NFL putting him on there. I like him better than seeing a lot of these washed-up people that are way past their prime. Although I will not put Shakira and J-Lo in that category because goddamn last year was fun <laughs> I, too. I was just about to say that I said I love the weekend given yeah. the circumstances great but second greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time was last year those the two on the stage go, well it's Janet Jackson go, let's be real that's right I, I was gonna say the nip slip with Janet Jackson one Shakira and J-Lo too and you know what throw the weekend in there for just his performance alone good job by you I, I enjoyed Prince yeah, Prince was good. I think, what was that? Was that the first Giants-Pats game? I don't remember. It Somewhere like, in that range. It feels like more recent than that. Might have been. He's been gone now a few years, too. R.I.P. Um, well, that wraps <laughs> up That wraps up the NFL season, my friend. We have officially pick it up and move it to the offseason. And the offseason's already started. We did that pod with Frenchie, and there's a lot of movement. What do you think is going to be the first domino to fall? Now that we've seen the first trade happen a few weeks ago. Well, I guess it would be the second domino to fall. Um, first domino since then, yeah. I, to be honest, bro, I really don't know because I'm getting Bleacher reports saying that the, the Colts feel that the Eagles are tremendously overvaluing Wentz. We'll see how desperate they are to get somebody aside from um, Jacoby Brissett in there. Um I think once Wentz goes and the pieces start to fall as they may, um, Deshaun Watson will be on the Jets. I'm there not. I'm not saying anything otherwise. Where is Kirk Cousins playing this year? By the way, I mean, I think he's staying in Minnesota. Yeah, 
I, I find it hard to believe he's moving off of there or they're moving off of him because they're unless you're getting a significant upgrade, I mean unless they're in the Watson sweepstakes, which I can't imagine they are. Who are they getting that's really going to put up better numbers than him? I think Wentz is going to Chicago. I don't know, that bro. I mean, Kirk Cousins was, in some experts, I guess we'll call them experts' eyes a few years ago. I know he where was you're an going. MVP Fuck candidate. Right <laughs> an MVP candidate and a Super Bowl this champion. Is why, this is why he's so frustrating, is because you're going to look at his production and you're going to look at. They made the he's playoffs. He's a loser. <laughs> he's just a fucking but, but loser. But he puts up. But he's not enough of a loser where they're winning two or three games. So that's the problem. And he's you mean a he's a capable player. He's just a loser. But that's the problem with them. Is it's it's a lot like being in a situation where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If if you move off of him, there's a chance. Like okay, who's be- is Wentz better than him? I don't know that. Wentz has no, lost a significant amount of value. Is Garoppolo better than him? I don't know that. It seems like San Francisco is trying to move off of him. Is Jacoby Brissett better than him? I mean, I would have said Stafford was, but he's already gone. I, mean, I think I even think San Francisco is better than him. San Francisco is giving my guy Jimmy G a bad a bad rap here, honestly. Uh, okay. Just because uh, let's review since he went to San Francisco, what's happened? First year. Tears his ACL in the second game of the year. I believe they won the first game. Second year, the team goes to the Super Bowl. I, I know it was a defensive and a, and a run game, running game-led team, but he did enough to send them to the Super Bowl. And then this past year, everybody on their on the team got COVID. He had some of the worst injuries on the team, and they were decimated. Listen, I'm not saying that he's a bum. And if I were San he's Francisco, a winner. I would, he's I would Dana not be trying to... star. He's a winner. <laughs> well, that, that wins... On its own, for sure. But, like, if you're going to – if they don't love him, then, who again, who are you trying to upgrade you? And that's that's what I'm saying about Cousins is he's so fucking frustrating because he did beat Drew Brees in a playoff game in the Superdome in the twenty in the 2019 playoffs. Like, that happened. I'm not saying he's great. I obviously will always hold myself to the fact that that was the worst take in the history of takes mm. of him winning of, of an MVP. But – he puts up numbers. As looking at the quarterback carousel, unless you're saying that they're that the Vikings are getting Watson, or they can find a way to get fucking Trevor Lawrence, which obviously isn't happening. No. Who out there is better than him? You've got to run it back with him, and that's why they're in such a shitty situation. I'm happy for your Jets that he chose the Vikings instead of them, because you would be a perpetual six or seven or possibly eight win team and drafting in the shitty round shitty part of the first Teams, round yeah. which is in like that 14 to 16 range mm-hmm. and stuck with them oh i would also be miserable we probably wouldn't even be doing this pod anymore because i would have done something that would have been unforgivable to you well i don't know why me i had nothing to do with it but <laughs> well, then you just because we would have been talking about it and i would have picked him as mvp every year for you <laughs> what a guy thank you <laughs> if only that if only your vote um, if only your vote mattered and it and it and it made him fucking good. All right, you want to talk some Knicks? Yeah, let's talk some Knicks. So uh, your boys made a move this weekend. Yes, bringing Derrick Rose feeling? back. I love it, man. I, I'm so hyped. That's a Tibbs guy. Uh, it seems like everywhere Tibbs goes, he goes out and gets D Rose uh, if he has the opportunity. He was obviously on the Bulls, youngest MVP, um, and then he went to the Timberwolves when Tibbs was there. 
Listen, I, I know we've seen this before with the Knicks, but I think Rose honestly was in a really bad place mentally and emotionally. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but that was when he went MIA for a little bit of time there. Um, yeah, pulled a Kyrie. Yeah, but, well, Kyrie's done it twice. That really is a Kyrie now. Um, but he's in so much better of a place, it seems like. His game's in a better place. He's knock on wood, healthy, and he's not trying to be an all-star MVP player anymore, even though at points last year he was playing like an all-star. And he said all the right things, and I truly believe it. He's willing to – if he, he's just willing to do what it takes to help this team win. He'll come off the bench. He'll start. He'll play defense. He's going to set the guys up, and he's still an explosive player. I was watching him tonight before we came on the pod against the Heat. He's still blowing by guys, setting people up, making the right play. I love everything about it, and I think Quigley is who I'm an absolute. I'm in love with. If I if I was a loser like you and wore tank tops past the age of twelve, I would buy his jersey. Well, it's not my fault that you don't have the physique for that, but. Obviously, I think it was a great move for you guys. Why not? You're bringing in a, an experienced guy, who former MVP, who knows how to win. You said all the right things about him being in a better mental space. He's got Tibbs back. Tibbs knows how to get the most out of him and vice versa. And you know what? This is a team that needs him, and I applaud the Knicks for going for it. I saw all Lots other teams that were interested in him, dude, real fast. All the other teams that were interested in him are, are top teams yep. in playoff contention, and the Knicks are going for it. And they're trying to make the playoffs, which I think is important. I finally got you around to that. And congrats to the Knicks for bringing him in. I think it's only going to make your team better. Absolutely. And the last point I just wanted to make there was, I mean, what did they give up? They gave up a a late first or an early second round pick and Dennis Smith Jr., who was already asking to play in in the G League. Because he wasn't getting enough playing time because Emmanuel Quigley is is the best point guard on the Knicks since fucking Will Clyde Frazier. Strong take, but yeah. I I mean, name a better one. He's playing great. I mean, you want to go through, I mean, you had Mark Jackson for years. Okay. Quickly's better. Quickly's played 20 games. Oh, Quickly's better. But listen, I I like Quickly a lot. Don't go Marbury either. Talk about a head case. I will, but he did put up some fucking numbers for your boys in some playoff years. But, yeah, all kidding aside, I I think that the best thing for Quickly was bringing in a guy like Rose because Rose is not going to threaten him at this point. Not at all, and he's not going to take minutes away from him. Like, they they started together tonight. So I don't know who started the one who started the two. I don't care either. Um, But, you know, it's not going to stunt Barrett's growth who can play the two or the three, and it's not going to stunt – quickly and and that's all i really care about and, and it just deepens your team it deepens your team you got and pa- it, peyton that can come off the bench now you can stick nilakina in the corner because I, I think he's lost he he showed promise but he's lost the knicks are losing 97 94 to the heat right now um that's lost to the pistons i have no i have nothing to say <laughs> what's up uh we both love this trade I don't think yeah. there's anything else to say there. What's up with what's up with KD, bro? Dude, we talked about it sat- uh, on Saturday morning. I don't know what happened, and he's still not playing due to the health and safety protocols. They got waxed by the Sixers the other night. Kyrie missed the game with a finger sprain, and he played tonight, and he had some good moments, but he didn't look 100% right. Their defense fucking sucks, and th- and it's so it's so depressing to watch this team 
on certain nights against bad teams just completely mail it in. It reminds me a lot of those Yankee teams that would play a Sunday night game or a Saturday Fox game against the Red Sox and show up and, and fucking bash or, and the, and a pitcher would throw a great game and they would actually hit with runners in scoring position, but then they would play the Orioles in a best of three for the next series and lose two of three and just look completely so un- disinterested. And that's what look, watching the Nets are. The Nets have lost. Listen to this. The Nets have lost twice to the Wizards. The Wizards have six wins. Nets have lost to the, now the Pistons. This was their Pistons' sixth win. They've lost to the Cavaliers twice. They've lost to the Thunder. I mean, they've lost to some horrific teams, but yet they've beaten the Bucks. They've beaten the Clippers. They've beaten the Celtics. It's like, I, I don't know what to make of this goddamn team. <laughs> so they're the Brooklyn Tanakas. <laughs> yeah, Tanaka against Boston. Book it for seven innings of one-run ball. Tanaka against the Orioles the next turn on a Thursday after winning the first two. Done in the first inning. <laughs> Five runs in, in two and a third, yeah, with 90 pitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, it, it feels that way. It's weird. It's tough with the defense, too. I mean, we've said it. We we're, It's not a beating a dead horse, whatever metaphor you want to use here. They obviously need a big man. Um, KD cannot be playing crunch time center, um, but also aside from them being a ma- there being a massive liability on the interior, they just don't look engaged defensively a lot. They really don't. And, and listen, I, I can defense is like ninety percent effort in the NBA. I'm so happy you said that because watching the Nets the last few years, they remind. That's why I like what your Knicks are doing so much because I see a lot of those Nets teams in this Knicks team. Every night they're going to fight hard. They might lose because they don't have enough talent, but they're going to fight and they're going to play defense and they're going to make the other team work. And I understand that Kyrie's won a title. I understand Durant's won two. I understand Harden's gone deep into the playoffs. And and these are experienced, bona fide, legitimate superstars that are really just looking forward to the playoffs. All well and good. Well, you know who else is? LeBron James. (laughs) And he's had a couple games this year where the Lakers were sleepwalking through games and he just decided, we're not losing at home to the fucking kinks like we're just not like we're gonna win this game and, mm-hmm. and he turns it on and i don't see well, anything you saw that like against that team. Uh, you saw that against your aforementioned pistons double mm-hmm. overtime yeah, double game overtime. and lebron said you know what we got to win this game and he and he did mm-hmm. why can't the nets do that and that's the other thing too is the nba is a very effort-based league in the regular season it's a very talent-based league in the postseason and i know the nets know that but at some point talent has to win out i don't care if katie's not playing a james harden and kyrie led team cannot lose by double digits to the five win pistons you just can't you can't lose to the wizards twice can't lose to the hornets and it just gets that that point in the in the year where is this a coaching issue? I don't know. You know me. I, I don't love to blame Boone when the Yankees play poorly. I don't love to blame Nash. I think if it's a if it's a superstar driven team, the coach can really only do so much. But mm-hmm. is it the motor? Is it the personnel? I mean, you're watching from an outsider, non Nets fan perspective. I mean, what seems to be the main catalyst for 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 this kind of lackluster performance? I think. I think it's just a work in progress, man. I, I think this team's still trying to figure each other out on the offensive end, um, just with so many mouths to feed. And, and defense is just effort. And, and I do blame coaching on that. I mean, 
you look at Tibbs, and he is the consummate defensive coach. And, and you just mentioned how the Knicks play. I don't know if you can hear my dog back. Oh, I hear Sadie going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom's about to go yell at her. She does this every fucking night at eleven o'clock. She has to bark. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, what was I saying? She wants yeah. to be heard on the pod, bro. Yeah, she she's a fucking pain in the ass. Yesterday was her seventh birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Sadie. Happy birthday, Sadie. And my mom's. So happy birthday to my mom. Happy birthday. Yeah, wish she would listen more often, but um, that's a that's a talk for another day. Um, but yeah, I do I do blame Nash, and I mean I don't think D'Antoni cares if I blame him for defense because I don't even think he knows how to spell it at this point. Uh, how little he cares about it, but I do blame the coaching staff for defense because I think it's just encouraging these guys and getting effort out of them, but. When it comes to the offensive side of the ball and them looking a little stagnant and, and every once in a while it's your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, um, I, I just think this team, it's going to take a full season, a full whatever, what is there left, fifty game, 55 games for them to figure it out. They'll be there when the playoffs start, though, as long as they get a big man or maybe two. I wonder if you like this analogy, because uh, this is what I was using to my friend who's I think the only other real Nets fan out there, my friend Steve, and and he was just bitching and moaning about their loss to the Raptors the other night. And I was trying to be like, listen, dude, like KD was in and out of the game. It didn't mm-hmm. really make any sense. Kyle Lowry, the Nets killer, went off. Like I can pretty much make excuses in certain games. That Wizards game was fluky. Uh, you know, the Cavs games were the first games that Harden played with them. Tonight I couldn't make an excuse, but what I was saying to him was, "Listen, you're you're a Yankee fan too, and you for the first time as a Nets fan, you have to understand you're going to be in the playoffs. You know, no matter how bad the Yankees play during stretches of a regular season, that the marathon that it is, you know they're going to be in the postseason. They might be a wild card team, they might win the division, but there's certain trends you like to pick up on, and, and I always felt like I could tell a Yankee season where when they would win." two of the first two games of a three-game set against an inferior team and then lose the third game convincingly looking like they were disinterested. I always kind of had a bad feeling about how that would translate to the postseason, whereas conversely, if they won the first two games against an inferior team and then they come out for a day game after a night game and it's 5 nothing Yanks at the end of two, I'm like, okay, this is what I like to see. This is going to translate to the postseason. That's what scares me with the Nets. They get up for the big games. Like I rattled off, their wins against good teams is as good as any team in the league but their record against bad teams it's troubling how disinterested they look i agree with you on some fronts the thing is the nba is just i i understand the comparison but the nba it's just like i, I feel like this team is going to be a monster in the playoffs Mm-hmm. These three guys are just so experienced when it comes to the big games, and I think they're all going to be ready to go when it comes to that time. I'm not hinting at a championship here. I, I think I picked the Lakers. I'm definitely going to stick with that, but they may be coming out of the East. And I'm you saying that Lakers, as they Sixers. suck, and the Sixers are still playing well. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, and I need to hear that because as a Nets fan, it's like, you know, the world is crashing down and Nash can't coach and this team can't do anything, and obviously they're not a finished product. I but- mean, at the end of the day, I know he has all of these players, the utmost respect from all of them, but he's still a first-year coach regardless of how many years he had being a quote-unquote coach on the floor. It's still his first year calling the shots. 
and there's going to be some be some pain, some growing pains. Absolutely, it's a weird year. And, and I and for the Toronto game, I really think that KD thing. I think they would have won had had that not happened. Had either KD been ruled out at the beginning of the game or pregame, or KD played, I think that shit really threw him for a loop there. Yeah, I, I, I especially because right. you have two fucking head cases and Harden and Kyrie, who Lord knows where their brains were after that shit happened. Right, and that's that's the biggest thing with Nash is he is going to have to be able to keep these guys' composures when they're going through bad stretches. And we said that when Nash was hired. It is, it is no longer the Kenny Atkinson who, are you a tactician? Are you a great X's and O's guy? No, I need to know if you can pull a Ty Lu, which is keep these guys engaged and mentally stable if he can while keep, they're arguing. If, if he can coach this team to a championship, listen, I... I will take out all the loans in the world and hire him as a therapist. I'll pay him double what the what the Nets are paying him just to be my personal therapist. Because <laughs> I think I would thrive if he can figure that out. Well, there you go. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how you're going to match Joe Size funds, but that's uh, that's a conversation for another day. Maybe my ten bucks with a Venmo off this uh, off this pie will lead to something. Oh, uh, that's going straight into Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, anything else you got, man? Hey, nothing much. Um, yeah, man, it's it's fucking cold up here. I'll tell you that. And, and we got more snow um, earlier in the week. We got slammed last week. We're gonna. We're apparently we're we got more snow this morning, and apparently we're supposed to get uh, hit this weekend coming. So, um, how's the weather down there, Dick? I'm not telling you anything about the cold stretch we're getting. <laughs> Because even though it's going to be in the 30s and 40s, there ain't no snow coming. No, I, I could care less. The only Honestly, I would feel bad for you if you were like, dude, there's going to be like a really bad tornado coming. I don't know how they – can they predict tornadoes? I don't think so. They come out of nowhere, right? Yeah, you can get like – you're going to get something. There'll be a tornado like warning because – yeah, because it's – the tornado is caused by cold air hitting hot air or something like that. I don't know. We're, we're not getting a lot of tornadoes in Austin. And the other thing too is you don't really get hurricanes here either because we're way too far north and like middle of the state. But you're going to get – like I'll, I'll definitely be telling you like if when hurricane season's coming, we're going to get a lot of people from Houston and the Bay coming up to Austin. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's so we'll, we'll get we'll get rain and we'll get yeah. I'm sorry I had to disappoint you there, but we'll get you're not getting you're not getting 38 degree weather in in Houston and other and like the southern part of the state. But you know it's not going to stay that long, so you live with it. Sorry for your loss. I'm just looking forward to you being able to tell me you're getting back out on the golf course. Uh, you can play in 28 Oof. degrees, but you can't play when your ball is going to blend in with the snow. I cannot play when, in that in that situation. I think I'm getting a new set of irons for Valentine's Day. I've been nice. shopping. I've been dropping. Drop her hints. name again for us, Michaela. Um, I, yes, um, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. You're gonna have to get a set of sticks. Um, when I cash in some of that PTO, I got to come down there and we'll have to play. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. And there's courses all over the fucking place. I think there's three within, like, 25, 30 minutes of me. So nice. get down here, and we'll play. It'll be the first time I play with you. I always made an excuse up north, but I won't make one here, especially if you're if you're making the time to get your I'm ass I'm making here. a trip down there, and I I'm bringing nothing. the sticks. You're going to have to. And, and we can actually have some uh, – 
we, we can have some more enjoyable beverages than your frozen coffees and not like I've already <laughs> made frozen coffee. Yes, that's true. That, that's definitely true. Oh, I forgot to ask, um, how was the Super Bowl party and how was the, uh, the Franklin's? Oh, good call by you. Yeah, I got to ask you about uh, how you watched the game too. But it was great, man. Franklin's was dope. I mean, the, the brisket was – they're known for their brisket more than their other – other meats and uh it was fucking phenomenal and good to hear good 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 crew and you know not too many of us but got to watch the game with people who actually like cared about the game and yeah the other people on the side but for the most part everybody there was legitimately invested so that was good food was great um how about yourself well like i just said we had uh even on super bowl sunday it snowed a pretty good amount until about I want to say four thirty-five o'clock, and I I use that as an excuse to not leave my house. Really? Because your mom was making food for your friend. Val, you had shit, everything that, going. that was I put the I put the end to that, and I just <laughs> chilled at home, and uh, we fa- I Facetime my buddies, and that was that. Good enough for me. How'd you How'd you do with your prop bets, by the way? I broke about even. I think I'm I think I'm in the hole like ten bucks. Um, well, you're going to be making that up in about five minutes. So. True, true. Can't wait for that. I will confirm next week for all the listeners out there whether or not you pay me. Listen, I'm not a scum. I'll be sending <laughs> it right, right after this call. But that's good to hear, man. I mean, if, listen, if the weather sucks and it's all the same, you might as well just enjoy yourself in the comfort of your own home. Exactly, man. I'm, I'm valuing my alone time. There you go. You don't get much of it, so you enjoy it while you can. Yes, sir. All right. We'll be back, shit, next week, I guess. Yeah, we're probably going to have some stuff to talk about. More NBA. We're kind of in that weird point. Oh, by the way, shout out your Johnnies. You got another win this weekend. Providence, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I, I looked it up, and, and they're they're knocking on the door. I think they're the first four out now. I mean, I don't know if that matters, that Lenardi guy, but um, he's like the Mel Kuyper of brackets. But um, they're, they might make the tournament, dude. I mean, I don't even know what the – deal is with the tournament this year with covid but if there is one they might they might be able to show up i i think they can and yukon has not played great the huskies play providence twice in a week they lost to seton hall this past weekend so as I the love johnny's, this johnny's go team, up UConn honestly goes down, and i know i shit it. and i know i shit on anderson because he's a he's a midwest kind of guy um well more from the south he's from arkansas uh for his most recent coaching job. But you know what the thing is? Since, honestly, since Luke Karnasaki, this team really hasn't had much of an identity. Um, and this team has a true identity. They're going to fucking out-hustle you, and they're going to run the basically run the ball down your throat as if they were a football team. It's what the <laughs> Chiefs should have done. They fast break. They're, they're leading the league in, in fast break points. I think they're leading the country in that. And they're leading the country and turning the other team over. They're a physical team. They play relentless defense. They pressure you nonstop. And if you can't score in the half court, you got no shot. Yeah, I mean, tell that to Nova, man. They, I mean, they they straight up won that game. I know we talked about when they uh, when they played your your UConn Huskies in stores and. Uh, the the UConn lost that game. The Johnnies stole that game. They won that game against the number three ranked Villanova Wildcats. And they did the same against Providence on yeah. Saturday. So so you got to have that to look forward to. So in the next couple weeks, we're really just going to be talking NBA mostly. Pitchers and catchers report next week. Golf. Um, 
and we got some golf tournaments for you too. So it's a little low on the sports calendar, but all we need is the NFL to do his best NBA impersonation, and and we'll find stories. Yes, sir. Let's hope they do it up big with its NBA impersonation, and I am wearing a Deshaun Watson jersey. Listen, if that gives us, if that gives us a four-hour pod literally just for that like i said i i won't talk at all listen the second that bleacher report comes across the screen you can start writing my eulogy (laughs) i I was hoping i was gonna get your thoughts first but okay (laughs) i guess i'll be giving my thoughts on you yeah exactly because (laughs) i can die a happy man and then you know what I'll, i'll even i'll even die before the next get bradley beal and just pretend that they did that too not I, even won the, the championship. They got Bradley Beal and then won the championship. I'm gonna start looking up, you know. I'm gonna start looking up coffins your way and, and finding the top quality for you. That'll be fun. Draping it in in green and white. <laughs> oh man! All right, everybody. Well, uh, stay safe for, with the snow if you're up by me and, and Sean. Try not to be too cold. You might have to actually wear a shirt with sleeves. I know I might have to wear long pants too. I really I'm not looking forward to it. But every anyway, guys, stay uh, stay safe. And Tom, I'll talk to you soon, bud. Wear a mask.